If we could get everyone to come in and take your seats, please, ladies and gentlemen. We are about ready to begin our program. Come on in, get yourself a seat. We have a great, great program for you this afternoon. Recovery is as recovery does, and we are off and running. Welcome to TAP Survivor Island and to the 45th Annual State TAP Conference Awards Luncheon. My name is Neil Scott. I am the producer and host of Recovery Coast to Coast, the only radio program in America that's on the air five nights a week, dealing exclusively with addiction and a focus on recovery. I am with you today as your MC. Thanks to my friends at Summer Sky Treatment Center. I invite you to stop by our broadcast location down the hall. You know, someone challenged me early this morning, and they said, you know, when you MC, you don't tell any jokes. Why don't you tell any jokes? Well, one of the reasons is I'm not very funny. But aside from that, uh, I accepted the challenge. And I will tell you just a real quick joke. An alcoholic, an opioid user, and a meth user are riding in a car in San Antonio. Who's driving? The police! <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. If you're sitting in the ballroom today, ladies and gentlemen, then you well know what it's like to survive the elements of the recovery jungle. Whether it's a journey of your own or the one you travel every day with your clients, it's no surprise that you must encounter inclement weather, menacing animals, quicksand, and the danger that lurks deep in the jungle. Now, to escape the jungle, we search for that immunity idol, which is unique to each of us. Hope, serenity, love, and human connection. So sit back and enjoy an amazing lunch, and together we're going to navigate the jungle together this afternoon. And along the way, we will encounter some of the shining stars in our field, along with a few special students who are mapping their own course, and four young men who have found their immunity idol, which is recovery through music. But first of all, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to ask Dr. Mark Jones of the South Texas Liberty Alliance Group here in San Antonio to come to the stage to offer today's invocation. And ladies and gentlemen, I ask for your silence just for a couple of minutes. Thank you very much for that whistle. Could we do that again, please? I like it. I like it. And one more time, just for good measure. One more whistle. There we go. Please welcome Dr. Mark Jones. Mark. Thank you. Let me lead you in a prayer, if I could, please. Dear Lord, thank you for every person in this room who just about every day of their life give of their time to help people who are in the darkest time of their lives, who need help, who are in need, who are struggling with addictions and troubles in life. I pray that you would bless them, that you would help them fulfill their calling in this lifetime. I pray that you would bless this event, 
and all of the parties who put it together and made it possible. Thank you for the good health to enjoy this food. We pray that you would bless it in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you very much, Dr. Jones. Ladies and gentlemen, please enjoy your meal. Strangers are about to begin an adventure that will forever change their lives. When you look at me, you think, this is some New Yorker. Oh, he's a military guy, but I'm currently in law school, and I definitely don't want anybody to know I'm going to be a lawyer because the wrong first impression can make or break my entire game. I am a super mega ultra fan of the show because, like, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know when this is going to flip, when this is going to happen, when it's going to happen. And that's my life. They'll compete alongside four returning players, David, Aubrey, Wentworth, and Joe. Their vast survivor experience could make them a desired ally or an easy early vote. I think that I'm gonna have a target on my back, but I'm gonna try my hardest to never shine brighter than everybody else. And there's a secret, game-changing twist. After being voted out, players will be faced with a decision, go home or go to the edge of extinction where they'll be pushed further than ever before for a chance to get back in the game. In the end, only one will remain to claim the million dollar prize. 39 days, 18 people, one survivor. Ladies and gentlemen, just a quick announcement that uh, we have a, a wonderful dessert tonight, and in the dessert you'll notice some, some very funny cherries. Well, they're not really funny, but they're good cherries, and they have been cooked and cooked and cooked and further cooked, so don't worry about the content. It's, it's, it's all good. We have been, they've, been, they've been cooked by, by recovering cherry pickers, so uh, enjoy your dessert. The chocolate, by the way, is to die for. Good afternoon. My name is Scott Kelly, and I'm your current TAP president. I'm, I'm so happy that all of you have come to the, this year's conference, this annual conference on addictions symposium here. At this time, I'd like to share a brief update about TAP. For you guys that um, are not aware, you're new to the TAP organization, we are growing at leaps and bounds, and so I'd like to everybody to give a hand out to all of you guys right now, because your membership is growing, TAP is growing, and we're going to need you guys to recruit more people into the Texas Association of Addiction Professionals. So let's give a hand for all of the TAP members that are here today. When I, I first started coming to 
the, the TAP conference, I was a counselor intern. And this is the one place that they invited us to come and network and meet other addiction professionals. This Saturday, we're going to have a counselor intern and new, newcomers meeting that's going to be held on Saturday. And what we want you guys to do is come get a free lunch. So you've got to look it up on your app and see where that meeting is at. And introduce the new people into the field because you never know what they're going to do in the field, how they're going to impact the field, and you're going to be their mentors. And they're going to need you through that process. So I want you guys, that's sponsored by Origins Recovery, come meet the new people that are in the field. Introduce them. There's also opportunities for jobs at that networking meeting. It's really important that we mentor the new people coming into this field. Also, when you look at TAP and, and what's going to be happening in the next two years, we need you guys to be prepared for the legislative ch change that's going to be coming. So it's going to be really important that you start meeting with the, your senators and your House of Representatives back at, in your districts so that basically we can prepare for the 2021 season when legislation kicks off. We're going to need, need all of you participating in that process because if you look at this group right here, this is a lot of voices for recovery, treatment, and prevention all in this one room. And when we go to the legislation at the House and Senate, the Texas House and Senate, and all you guys show up together, that makes a big statement about addiction. Another thing we need you to be put on your calendars is we need you to prepare to go to the NADAC conference, and especially this year and next year, so that you guys can help with the federal side. Because if you think about if all this room right here was to show up in Washington, do you know what kind of attention we would get for addiction professionals with the 45,000 others that are across the United States? We would make some change. So I want you guys to be thinking about that. Peer assistance. Peer assistance will be revamped in the, in the next uh, 2020 and 2021. You're going to see workshops that TAP's going to be hosting. There's going to be lots of movement to getting uh, impaired professionals that are in our field, treatment, recovery, and protecting their license. So that's something new that's going to be coming down. Another thing that we need you guys to be aware of is that the Texas Rally for Recovery is coming up. So if you're not familiar with that, you can go to our TAP website. On that website, you can see the Texas Rally for Recovery, and that's in 20, that's for the recovery month that's happening right now. So don't y'all check that out also. Um, if you're not a TAP member, please join. Our organization is, like I said, growing. and We want you to be a part of that growth and continue to have a good conference for the rest of this conference. And we're going to move into... Neil's going to introduce some next, the next people. Thank you very much for your attention. Thank you, President Kelly. <clears throat> All right, everybody. Uh, you enjoying your lunch? I hope you are. Uh, we're going to try to get through this as quickly as we can. we got a lot of things to do. And, of course, I belong to a 12-step program for talk show hosts. It's called On and On and On and On. So uh, I, will try, 
I will try to keep this moving. If, uh, if you give your attention up here to the stage, uh, to the people that we're going to be, be uh, uh, visiting with here today. Due to a very full agenda this afternoon, I'm going to invite you to keep enjoying your meal, but I ask that you focus your attention to the stage and, and try to be quiet and respectful to some of the people who are going to be up here as we begin our program. TAP certainly has its share of hardworking superstars. And at this time, I would like to ask all of the members of the TAP State Board of Directors to please stand and be recognized. Yeah, how about that? And and if you are if you are a member of the state certification board, please rise and be recognized as well. Good people doing great things. And finally, if you are a member of the TAP Peer Assistance Board, please stand for your recognition. Each year, we eagerly anticipate the time that we get to honor some of the true champions in our field. The state of Texas has no shortage of amazing clinical professionals. In fact, Texas ranks among the top in the numbers of National Addiction Award recipients. And today, you are going to meet two more. So if you happen to be one of those proud Texans who have been nationally recognized, please stand right now and be honored. To present our first award, the 2019 Texas Prevention Specialist of the Year Award is last year's recipient, Lisa Riesling. Lisa? Where are you, Lisa? Here you are. Thank you. All right, just so in the spirit of prevention to get everyone's attention in here, I'm going to say prevention and you say rocks. Prevention. All right, thank you for that. Yes, my name is Lisa Reiling, and it's my honor to present this year's award for the Texas Prevention Professional of the Year. It's an exciting time for the people that are getting to be recognized today, and is very, very well-deserved. So it's my honor. I'm going to tell you a few words about Mitchell Moore. He was right there. Where is he? Oh, right over here. Okay, he moved. Uh, Mitchell's been in the field for about 35 years now, working with for prevention. He is the director and consultant for Prevention Training Services. Um, he has a lot of letters behind his name. Um, he referred to that as alphabet soup yesterday in his workshop, and that's definitely true. He's an advanced certified prevention specialist and a licensed chemical dependency counselor, among many other things. Uh, let me just tell you a few things that were said about him and the reason he's being nominated for this award. For the last 30 years, he's been a driving force for prevention training. He has served not only Texas, but communities across the United States and within other nations. His primary focus has always been on training and his primary focus has always been prevention in Texas. He's real, he's genuine. He spent many, many years focusing on this passion of prevention he believes that reaching youth now can prevent problem behaviors and drug use in the future. 
That's what we want with all of our prevention specialists. We want them to love what they do and to have a passion for it and to really believe in prevention, and, and Mitchell does that. He's generated many ideas and had many innovative programs. He stays aware of what's going on in the world of tr with trends and different training programs, and he recognizes the value of being a certified prevention specialist and helping people achieve their goals. Uh, one factor that distinguishes him is his tireless search for opportunities to spread the prevention message. And again, we need that more and more in prevention. And so Mitchell is a, is a shining star, a real representative of what prevention is and what we need in the field of prevention. Um, he, and that's the last, on his nomination form, the person that nominated him said he is a shining representation for prevention across the state of Texas. So without further ado, I'll introduce Mitchell Moore. Congratulations to him. Invest in people. It's the greatest investment you'll ever make. In the mid-1980s, Beverly Barron and Stephanie Haynes paid for me to attend conferences like this and started out my path. Michelle Savage and Carrie Fadry taught me how to be a better counselor. Bruce Cooper, Frank Janisak, Constance Roberts showed me how to love people right where they're at. Robert Landry and Julie Stevens helped me find my place and my path for prevention. And lifelong friends like Brent Blackburn showed me how to serve tirelessly. My dear wife showed me how to have compassion on people. And my daughter, Ruby Mosley, showed me her servant's heart. None of us got where we're at alone. We've had people invest in us all along the way. And I tell you what, it's a profound moment when your passion and your purpose finds a place. And I am so grateful today that my place is here among you, the counselors, the therapists, the healers, the helpers, the prevention specialists, the peer recovery specialists, what a profound moment that we can all be together here and celebrate each other's successes. What a rare fleeting moment that's quickly moving into history. You know, our society places great value on things that are rare. We say that gold is worth more than copper because there's not much of it. Or that little rocks called diamonds have great value. But speaking of rarity, have you ever stopped to think since this earth started spinning, never has there been, nor will there ever be, you. You are more rare than gold and more valuable than diamonds. And I dare say that someone on a distant shore is waiting for the cargo that you have. For centuries, we've shipped valuable cargo across distant seas to people waiting, and somewhere someone's waiting on that special thing that you have. Never has there been, nor will there ever be you. 
you are unique, one of a kind. Oh, there are people who might look like you or think like you, but no one has your touch. No one carries that message of hope that you have. As we vote addiction off of this island, I, I want us to be reminded that there's an island just down the road that addiction is still alive and well. And they, they say that ships in harbor are safe, but that's not what ships are for. I'm going to encourage you to get on your ship, to cross those treacherous waters, because somewhere someone's waiting on what you uniquely have to offer them. Somewhere, someone's waiting on your message of hope that only you can provide for them. Now, if you've been in this field for a while, I'm going to encourage you to batten down your hatches and mend your sails. We still need you. And if you're new to this field, I say welcome to the family. Chart your course and set your, winds, your sails to the winds because someone is waiting on what you uniquely have. On behalf of the thousands of people who we all serve, I humbly accept this gift, and I encourage you to invest in people. It's the greatest investment you'll ever make. Thank you. Thank you, Mitch, for that inspiring speech. I appreciate it very much. And Lisa Reiling, I apologize for botching your last name. I have a good memory, but it's short. Uh, our next award is for the 2019 Texas Counselor of the Year. And joining us on stage right now will be Suzanne Lofton of the Fort Worth Tap Chapter, who has received the honor last year. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not sure if everybody can hear, so if you have a conversation that has to have, can you just take it outside so they can all hear? These people have worked hard. What you, you will get to hear things, and especially if you're young in the field, these are your examples. These are the ones you want to aspire to be like. And today I'm honored to present an award for the Counselor of the Year. When I got the packet and I started reading, thank you, I started reading, it was so thick. And if I talked about everything and after I read that, we would still be here long after lunch is over. So I made some highlights. Um, Theora Teddy, as everybody knows her, Noble, has been in this profession for over 30 years. She said that she was originally a KDAC in 1985, and she was kind of grandfathered in. And I don't know if uh, some of you new people do not know what, the, what a, a KDAC is. Those are people long before they became ALCDCs. <clears throat> if you are privileged to know a KDAC, just kind of bow down to them because they are the people who made it the way for us to become LCDCs and to be able to do what we do. And I'm going to put that down because I will drop it. So Teddy 
has had over 30 years facilitating groups workshops, including teaching classes for LCDC license examination at the Lone Star College. She has presented at Spectrum Co uh, Conference in Houston and at several churches. She has worked with youth, substance use disorder clients, co-occurring clients, families, eating disorders, and several agencies through her career. <clears throat> she has trained managed paraprofessionals, interned students from AA to LCDC interns to doctorate candidate status. She has helped to redesign programs at the Cypress Creek Hospital, has facilitated successful interventions, she has published research papers regarding how the phases of the moon affect calls received at treatment facilities. So those of you who work in treatment facilities or ER, when it's a full moon, now you understand. Go read her paper and you will understand why the clients are starting to act out. There is sanity to that, to that insane. She has also written and published a paper on the use of play therapy Let's try that one again. Use of play therapy for abused children. And I would like to read that because I work with the courts for family drug court. And I would love to read that because we work with abused children all the time. She holds five licenses certifications. She belongs to five professional associations. She's won 10 other awards prior to this one. And it is my honor to give the recipient of the 2019 Counselor of the Year Award to Teddy Noble of the Houston Chapter of TAP. I am doubly, doubly honored and grateful to be here because um, my little zip here, I'm trying to get up here. I'm uh, recovering from hip replacement surgery, if anybody knows what that's like. But I am so grateful because there are so many people here that have come before me, that have influenced me, and how can I top our last speaker? There's no way. But I do want to say I have people here with me. Oh, no, I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> My sister is here. She flew in from Chicago. She's the reason I'm in this profession. And she's, Joe, put down the phone. Stand up. I, you need to stand up. They need to see you. She is the most fabulous therapist in Chicago area. I was at a turning point in my life. I went up there. It was 4th of July. What do I do? What, you know? And she pointed me, because of our mutual history and my personal story, into the field of alcohol and drug abuse counseling. I came back to Houston and enrolled at the University of Houston for the CUDAC training, you know. And then I said, um, remember back then it was TADAC? Does anybody remember? And I said, can I join? How do I join? How soon can I join? And I cannot tell you the value I have received. You give into people's lives and it's such a privilege and I have two other people here with me that have given into my life 
and we are in a mutuality. It is a privilege, it is a calling to be in this field. And you never doubt that you are influencing people. And the words that you say, and you think they go out there into thin air and nobody's listening. Anybody had that experience? And then three years later, they call you and say, you know when you told me that? And I went, well, guess what? Now I'm doing it. I wrote a book, and, you know? And they will come and find you. Even if you don't remember every single word that you ever said to them, guess what? Remember when you told me? It may not seem, but the words matter, and who you are matters, because you are to be authentic and real and genuine. And that's what you project, and the word hope. In this room is a room of hope. Every single person here is hope. Hope for people who thought there was none. And every, because I've worked so much with the children of, the families of, we all are messengers. What are we going to say? What do we say with our lives? What do we say with our words? And never forget how important you are in the life of someone else. You give and you give, but don't forget to receive. Because you know you can wear yourself out in good doing. So receive, receive. And for any of the new people here that aren't TADAC members, I mean, pardon me, Texas Association of Addiction Professionals, I TAP, I've been here TAP forever. But if you're not a member of TAP, the, the things that you get from being a member of TAP, the associations, the fellowship, the people that you meet, the thing, all the people that went before you to talk to the legislature. That's one of the reasons why we're here. That's why we have a license. Make yourselves known, make yourself useful, and join. Join and do the work. Because believe me, it is worthwhile. And you never have to stop doing it because you live it. You live it every day. I tell my family and parents, said, you're going to be a mentor. You're going to be a model. It's your choice what you model. Everyone here is a model. You're all a model for someone. So know it and live it and be thankful for the privilege. And thank you. Thank you. So richly deserved. Thank you, Teddy. Thank you, Suzanne. One of TAP's newest awards honors a person who has exhibited stellar recovery outreach in their community and to their profession. And joining me on stage is last year's recipient of the D. Frank Davis Professional and Community Outreach Award, Keith Lyles of the Houston chapter. Come on up, Keith. <laughs> What a thrill to be up here today to talk about someone I've admired for so long, Dr. Lavelle Hendricks. Dr. Hendricks is the Associate Professor of Counseling for Texas A&M University Commerce. He has his doctorate in counseling, master's in counseling psychology, and a BA in legal studies and government, to which I say, wow. He's also the director of Unfinished Agenda, which is a drug and alcohol 
counseling program for at-risk children. He's the counselor for the Texas Child Protective Services, focusing on anger issues, domestic violence, and behavioral issues. He has served on the Texas Certification Board from 2012 to 2015. He's been a conference presenter here at this wonderful conference since 2010, and he's been an evaluator for the LCDC oral examination. It gives me great privilege to recognize Dr. Lavelle Hendricks as the 2019 Frank Davis Community Outreach Award recipient. For me personally, uh, my faith is very important. So I always give all praises uh, to God for everything uh, that takes place uh, in my life. Uh, let me also uh, say to the uh, selection uh, committee, uh, you are very uh, kind and gracious to bestow uh, this award. It represents uh, what's great about Texas A&M University uh, Commerce. And to know that this award was named in your honor, uh, Frank, it's been a privilege uh, to know you uh, to serve with you on the surfboard and also to have you as a student and a graduate of Texas A&M University Commerce with his master's degree, so we're proud of you, uh, Frank. I, I would be uh, terribly remiss if I did not uh, recognize some individuals that have been uh, so important uh, in my life. Uh, I think Smitty is somewhere over here uh, to my right. For those of you who don't know Smitty, I call him the Dean of the Profession. Uh, Neville Pottinger, also um, uh, Beverly uh, Nelson, uh, and also to you, uh, Ed, thank you uh, so much. Uh, my role models in life uh, were my aunt and my uncle. Uh, my aunt taught literature for 56 years in a segregated school system in Louisiana. My uncle only had a second grade education, but they would often remind me that if you kept faith in God, and use common sense, you could make it in this world today. Serving others has always been very paramount in my life. Last year, I saw Frank when I was checking in, and I had to leave right after I checked in because we had a suicide uh, in the community, and I had to leave TAP and go back because I think it's important that we give back to those who are less fortunate than we are. It's always about service. It's always about giving back uh, to others. A writer once said, two roads diverged into a yellow wood, and I, being only one traveler, looked down one as far as I could to where it bent under the undergrowth. I shall be telling this story some ages, some ages hence. Two roads diverged into a yellow wood, and I, I took the road less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Many of you remember the poem, The Road Less Taken, by Robert Frost. I would also like to thank my vice president and the provost of Texas A&M University, Commerce, uh, Dr. John Humphreys, who's sitting down front. Uh, for those of you who work in academia, you know the organization structure. This is the second most uh, important person uh, on campus at the university. He took the time to drive down uh, to be with one of his faculty members. So John, I'm deeply uh, grateful for the sacrifice that you made to come down and be with us. But to all of you, all of you, is like the writer uh, once said, always shoot uh, for the moon because if you miss, you'll fall at least among the stars because you're all stars in my sight. Thank you so much.
Lavelle Hendricks, congratulations. An award that is near and dear to many of our hearts in Texas is the Terry B. Hale Texas Addiction Professional of the Year Award. And here to present this year's honor is Elizabeth Cochet of the Austin Chapter of TAP, who received the award back in 2008. Liz, come on up here. The Terry Hale Professional of the Year Award honors a person who demonstrates significant contributions to this profession and to the community and to TAP. This year's recipient is a very busy man. He's the father of three young children. He's the vice president of business development for Recovery Unplugged. He is a very sought after speaker at many community events. He has chaired the Austin TAP Symposium and he has served as the president of Austin TAP. Under his leadership, the chapter, our Austin chapter, um, our membership has grown and our attendance at the symposium and our monthly meetings have significantly increased. An enthusiastic, creative, energetic, and charismatic person, Joseph Garoto exemplifies the qualities of the Terry Hale Professional of the Year. So let's welcome Joseph to the stage and say congratulations. started crying a little bit. <laughs> um, I didn't know I was supposed to write a speech, uh, but I'm good at talking. So I don't, I don't, I don't really know how I got here. <laughs> I grew up in Laredo, Texas, and I spent years shooting dope and bouncing in and out of many of y'all's fine facilities. And you know, I, I'm sure there's some people in this room that were working at those facilities. Uh, if anybody ever worked at the Patricia Movement, thanks a lot. Anybody who ever worked at Starlight, thanks a lot. <laughs> Various detoxes and ERs across the state. Um, no, but anytime I walked into one of those facilities broken and, and, and uh, defeated and, you know, just destroyed, there was always people like the folks in this room standing there uh, willing to uh, be kind to me and smile at me and love me and act like I wasn't a total degenerate. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's been an honor to see you guys who were there when I walked in and then get to go to school and become a member of this profession and to walk alongside everybody in this room I uh, I just work really hard <laughs> a lot, um, but you know jo Jody Guerra. I wanted to point out Jody. I'm pretty sure Jody is the outreach rep who got me into Starlight when I got sober. <laughs> um, and and I want to thank also like the the amazing guys who are here and they're going to play for you guys a little bit. Who you know get to remind me why I do this and why I get up every day and stay dedicated to this mission. And, and um, I, I also feel like I need to share this award with, with my wife and my three kids over there. You guys should stand up. Stand up, stand up. Yes. 
Um, I am very busy, and they're the ones that, that put up with the late night phone calls and the interruptions at, during Sunday lunch and, and uh, all that kind of stuff, and they, they understand that it's important uh, when I get those phone calls. Um, I'll just, I really like the author, Kurt Vonnegut, and I didn't have time to look up the specific quote, but he said something that I think is really beautiful and embodies what I try to do and what I think everybody in this room tries to do. Uh, he said that the purpose of life is to love whoever is around to be loved. And, and that's... <laughs> um, and that's what I try to do. So thank you guys very much. Wow. Joseph rocks in more ways than one. He's a hell of a guitar player. Congratulations, Joseph. The most prestigious honor bestowed by the Texas Association of Addiction Professionals is the Texas Hall of Fame Award. Now, this award is not presented every year, but instead only when an individual's body of work has been identified as making an exemplary contribution to the field of addiction treatment, as well as the TAP organization. At this time, I'd like to ask that last year's inductee and your future president, Sherry Layton of the San Antonio chapter of TAP, as well as all former TAP Hall of Fame inductees, come on forward and join me on stage for this very special presentation. It is truly uh, my honor to be able to announce this year's inductee to the TAP Hall of Fame is Charlie McMorty. He was a little concerned at what I might contribute in his uh, introduction. Charlie is a licensed professional counselor as well as a licensed chemical dependency counselor. He has been uh, working as an addiction counselor since 1987 uh, with several different organizations in Amarillo as well as a short stint in College Station. Since 2000, he has been working in private practice. He has served as the president of TAP in 2005 and 2006. And under his leadership, TAP continued a rebuilding process which had begun under the previous president, Jen Carr emphasizing our legislative advocacy as a number one priority. Where we are today, um, where we are with our political activities is largely due to Charlie's influence at that time. His presidency was during a very difficult uh, time financially for TAP, and his business skill was instrumental in key decisions that put us on the path of financial stability that we enjoy today. Charlie started the Newcomers and Interns Reception that Scott uh, announced just a few minutes ago. We have that each year at the TAP conference, and that was, Charlie's, that was Charlie's idea when it first got going, and he made the contributions to make that happen. Uh, he has given countless student memberships over the years to engage students into, the into TAP membership. Uh, he's made significant contributions to TAPnet, which is our peer assistance program. And Charlie established the John Pena Scholarship 
uh, and that, that will be given uh, in just a few minutes. And he continues to support uh, that scholarship. There were, uh, I wish I could read you all of the recommendation, letters of recommendation that came in when Charlie's nomination, but we really would be here for a very long time. But there are a few things that I want to pull out of them and share. Uh, Matt Furies, who many of you know, um, said over 12 years ago, Charlie reached out to me for assistance with the TAP Finance Committee, and my return to active TAP service was, in, was influenced greatly by his positive attitude and belief in the future of TAP. He was a consensus builder and a team player, attributes that are needed when rallying a group of volunteers who may not always have an aligned agenda. His leadership style was engaging and welcoming. That's what Matt said. What I say is I too was inspired to increase my involvement with TAP at the state level during Charlie's um, tenure and because of the infectious spirit that he had and that he carried forward. Outside of TAP, his civic employment is of the highest order throughout the panhandle of Texas. He has been instrumental in the development and implementation of many programs to address addiction disorders within the Texas Tech and the Texas Tech University Health Science Center. He has contributed greatly to the program development as well as scholarships uh, and other important aspects of that program. Uh, some, more, some more things that came from a letter of recommendation. Charlie has spent his career helping the addicted population of the panhandle of Texas, and I would insert probably a much broader area than that, enter treatment and get into recovery. His expertise in the field of addiction counseling has directly affected the lives of hundreds, if not thousands, of addicts and their families. Because of Charlie, many of his patients today enjoy all the benefits of long-term recovery and have avoided the ongoing misery brought on by continued substance addiction. In addition, many of his patients, after getting into recovery, have gone back to school, got licensed, and entered the addiction counseling career field themselves. This example of paying it forward and service above self is a concept taught in Charlie's chemical dependency groups. Another that came uh, from a letter of recommendation from uh, George Kaminsky, who I believe is who's here. Um, many have spoken of Charlie as the unsung hero of our profession, and I echo that. He is definitely an unsung hero. With a humility born of a need to be a servant to others, he has never sought recognition for himself. In nominating him into the TAP Hall of Fame, I believe he is being nominated for an honor that is long overdue, and I think many of us would agree with that. There are words that, that continually were used in his letters of recommendation. Those words are humble, respect, service, warmth, inclusiveness, inspiring, some of the things that I will add is incredibly generous. And if you've ever spent any time with Charlie, you can't deny that he is just plain fun. Um, and also, I'm very proud um, that you're my friend, Charlie McMorty.
Thank you so much, Sherry. Um, hell, it sounded like it was somebody else. I thought, is that, are they going to give the award to me? <laughs> that doesn't sound like me. Um, but in all honesty, um, thanks to the awards committee and thanks to Tom McGovern and Frank Davis and George Kaminsky for uh, putting the package together. I, I can't tell you how humbling it was just to have you three guys working on it, you know, whether or not I got it or not. Um, you know, Mitch, I think you ruined this whole deal for me. I, did, I didn't have anything <laughs> put together, so I feel, I feel pretty uh, lame up here right now. But I, I've never... Uh, I've never thought of myself as being the kind of person that Sherry described, but I'll accept it. And, um, you know, I started out in this field because a sponsor, I, I lost my job, and he said, well, why don't you try this counseling thing? Because he was a counselor at TDC a long time ago, and uh, I took him up on it, and I went over and to Texas A&M at College Station and heard a speaker named John, Dr. John Talmage. And I was sitting out in the, off, out in the audience and he, he just seemed so authentic, more so than any other doctor or psychiatrist that I've ever heard. And I said, I want to be like that guy. And so a long story short, about probably six months later, he calls me up and goes, Charlie, I'd like you to come work for me. <laughs> like I was a KDAC intern. Is there anything lower than that? I, I don't know. But he, he's a private practice psychiatrist in College Station. He says, I want you to come work for me. And the first thing I said to him is, is this my family trying to get me back into treatment again? <laughs> but he hired me. I never had a desk in my life, and I went in there, and I, I stayed with Dr. Talmage and Roy Boss and, and uh, Mary Mattingly. I don't know if she's here today, but we were all kind of hanging out in College Station, um, and that's where my career started, and I was so, I've been so fortunate along the way to be mentored by people that I just find amazing and great you know and I, I basically I think I've just fell into most of these places you know I don't <laughs> I don't know why me you know but um, on the tap thing my career and my professionality really took off when I got involved in in tap because I was just kind of out there on the outskirts and I don't know if anybody's ever been to Amarillo but that's the damn outskirts of everywhere <clears throat> And so, by being connected into the association of TAP, I, I started to meet other people, and I started seeing how people navigate through some difficult times and some good times and stuff like that. But uh, I was also able to develop a lot of skills that I didn't have. You know, when when I when I became president-elect, I was so fortunate to have Jen Carr as the president, because I learned so much from her. She was such a great president of TAP, and we had tough times back then. You, you got some of you guys remember them, and it was pretty scary at some points. 
whether or not we were going to make next month or not, you know. So I learned a lot from Jen Carr, but I'm a real advocate for membership in TAP because that's where you become a professional. You know, this is a, this is a profession. This is not a job. This is a profession. And, and the other thing about being involved in the association is, is that along with being a counselor, I'm also my client's only advocate at a lot of areas, especially legislative, regulatory, um, continuing education is another aspect in here that we highly um, value. That's the training of the new counselors, you know. Um, I'll say this and close. Uh, I understand that this is a lifetime career award, and I am so grateful to have this honor. And I, I was looking at the list, and you know, some of the names on there I don't know, and a lot of them I do, and a lot of them I work side by side with but it's such an honor to me and I I wanted to say something before uh, Aaron came up because my mother's in the hospital and uh, having a hip replacement and hi mother we're getting a video over there uh, she's also she's also been such an inspirer to me also uh, as has my wife Tammy wave your hand my stepdaughter, Madison, everybody. Um, but my mother has been behind me my whole career. In fact, I, I'll close by saying this. I went to get a, to a job opportunity down in Houston, I think at Katie. I think it was Chocolate Bio. Remember that? For adolescents. So I go down there with tennis shoes and uh, fluorescent uh, shoelaces. And I came back and I said, Mother, they didn't hire me. And she said, Son, you're going to have to look more professional. <laughs> <laughs> and so TAP has given me a level of professionalism that I didn't have. It's also given me a bunch of member, uh, mentors. It's given me a, a way to develop skills that I didn't know I had. And it's just damn worth it. It's cheap, really. It's a good deal. And uh, you can't buy it for anywhere else for $145 or $95. So join up. Thank you. Wow, Texas Hall of Famers. I love it. I'd like to bring Cynthia Moreno-Tui up right now. Cynthia is, is a, an old friend. We came into the field, gosh, in the mid-70s together, and uh, she looks a hell of a lot better than I do. Uh, Cynthia Moreno is going to give the NADAC Awards. Come on up, Cynthia. Good afternoon. I am privileged to be here with you today and to be able to give the national awards here at the TAP conference. When uh, these two awardees got their notice that they were getting national awards, 
They were not able to come to the national conference uh, later this month in Orlando. And uh, that was saddening because um, a lot of amazing people have come out of Texas that have grown NADAC and grown our profession and matured us, including uh, Pat Greer, who I know is somewhere here. Yes, who is our, a national past president. And actually, something that you may not know about Pat's service in NADAC is that she is the only president of NADAC that has served three years. Usually they're two-year terms. So she, yes, please. And the, the reason why I tell you that is so that what has been said by all these award winners, which has been very impressive, is just how TAP has grown people, matured them into the profession. And that's really what affiliate membership does. And it m matures you and puts you in a place for national leadership. And national leadership is a privilege as well because you're serving not only people across the United States, you're serving people across the world. And so we are in so many countries right now doing technical assistance or certification or training. It is incredible, over 68 countries. So um, people that serve at the top level and, and these awardees then have the opportunity to be placed at the national level for uh, selection. And th that's a big honor. Just to be nominated is a big honor, and now to be awarded. So there are many things I can say about these two awardees at the national level. Many things I could say about their dedication, their service, uh, their award letters went on and on about the years of service, their years of um, giving of themselves, which is part of the deal when you're a leader. So a leader, and, and both of these leaders did something that is remarkable and yet not remarkable. They showed up. They showed up over and over and over and over again. They brought their ideas. They brought their thoughts. They brought the things that made them special to the table that helped to make everybody else special. They synergized the work that was done at the state level, and now they're synergizing at the national level as well. So there's, again, these are amazing people. And they, they're, these awards that they're receiving are named after people that served in our profession back in the 80s. And these are people who helped raise and build the profession. And thank you, Charlie, for that word. It is a profession. It's a discipline that is now recognized nationally throughout the United States by a congressional resolution that was filed in June that says addiction counselors cause the opioid crisis to be mitigated. That's big. That's big. And, and these people that are receiving this award are part of that building block to cause that to happen. So without ado, if you would bring those forward, Neil, we're going to present these national awards at the same time to these amazing people. And they will be, uh, so that you know, in the national magazine, 
they will have their uh, pictures, so I want to make sure we get pictures taken. They will have their bios. They will have all kinds of history. So if you're, if you're curious, which I hope you are, I want you to ask them, what makes you special? What made you special to do this? And they'll say, besides showing up and doing a, a good job, the best job I knew how to do at the time so you don't have to know how to do everything. You just do the best you know how to do at the time. We'll help you. That's what we're here for, is to help you and mentor you and give you that encouragement to continue and grow and do better every year. So I am, whew, I love both of these people. So that comes, that doesn't come with the job. That just comes with the people. So. I'm going to present to you the 2019 Laura Rowe Memorial Addiction Counselor of the Year to Suzanne Lofton. Suzanne, will you come forward? What a wood! What a wood! <clears throat> I said I wasn't going to cry, but after that, <clears throat> um, I am honored to receive this National Counselor of the Year Award. Thank you, Cynthia, for coming and, and um, all the way from D.C. to present it because we couldn't make it to the National Conference. Uh, thank you, Keith. He put together an amazing packet. Thank you to all the people who, who wrote letters of recommendation. So as a young girl, I didn't have a role model. Uh, my parents grew up in an alcoholic addict home. My role models were... Bionic Woman, um, Wonder Woman, and even Charlie's Angels. I wanted to be like them because they helped people, and I too wanted to grow up to help people. I just didn't know what that was going to look like. I didn't know it was going to look like this. I didn't know that I would get to serve with people like you and to help the people that we help. In my 22 years in this profession, I've been blessed to have a lot of mentors and a lot of people leading, a lot of heroes and a lot of sheroes. Because of you, I am who I am. I've grown up to be just like all of you. A lot of you, my heroes, are out here in the audience. A lot of them couldn't make it, and unfortunately, some of them have passed on. Yesterday, one of our speakers said, recovery takes place in relationships, not in isolation. I feel this award and my career as a counselor is because of all the heroes and the sheroes that I have met in this profession who have shown me to be an example of the counselor and the leader that I want to be. I believe it's because of those relationships that I stand before you today and accept this award. So many of you who are young in the profession, I want to tell you like I tell my grandchildren, we're not here to exist in this world, we're here to change this world. And by the work that we do, we are changing the world. If you think about that one client that you change, you're changing their family, you're setting forth, helping them to change generations so that, like myself, had someone intervened when I was a child, I may not have grown up and had my own journey in my addiction. But it is because of the work that all of you do. 29 years ago, I found recovery. And I am now able to 
pass that on and to help others. This award is only, this, it means so much to me because because of you, I have become my own Shiro. Because of you, I now can pass on what you have given to me. And for that, I thank you all so much. Suzanne is uh, many people's Shiro. And I want to call forward the hero of the uh, bunch that uh, I have had the opportunity to get to work with a little bit over the years. And uh, he's an amazing, energetic, thoughtful person. I could say more, and uh, I want you to ask him. But our William Bill Callahan Award for 2019 goes to Keith Lyles. Um, I love trophies. <laughs> if anybody who knows me, they know I love trophies. Um, but they're usually for small things. Um, and, you know, being inducted into the Hall of Fame, that was amazing. Addiction Professional of the Year was amazing. So many things. But to receive something on the national level, I, I can't even fathom that. Um, I'm very humble. Um, I'm so honored. Uh, I've loved my association with TAP on the local level, on the state level, and on the national level. And you're right, it's just about showing up and coming back and coming back. And why do I do it? Why am I special? I think I'm crazy, <coughs> frankly. But I can't say no. I don't know if it's because I'm an only child. And uh, I just love being with people and doing stuff and helping others. Um, this award is about service work. And carrying the message out in the community, that means even more to me. Um, so many mentors, George Joseph, Kay Austin, uh, Pat Weber, um, just, just dozens. Um, Patricia Greer took me by the hand as a little counselor intern and showed me what the future could look like, and, and here I am. So um, I couldn't be more happy and more proud, um, and I thank you so much. I always say that the bright side of addiction is recovery, and Suzanne and Keith, you certainly embody that. I would like now to invite Aaron Pena to the stage for our next presentation, and representing the John Pena Scholarship Board of Directors is Mr. Charlie McMorty, the newest member of the Texas Counselors Hall of Fame. Mr. Aaron Pena is a longtime friend of TAP. It's great to see him every year, and he's a true champion in the fight against addiction. He's someone who's battled this disease both in his own backyard as well as on the floor of the Texas House of Representatives. It is an honor to have him join us again this year to present the scholarship given by TAP in memory of his son. On behalf of the John S. Pena Scholarship, I'd, I'd just like to say uh, 
that Aaron has been the motivating force behind this. And when, when I heard his story, I immediately uh, tried to uh, solicit some funds to get it started. And we got that done. And I'm, I'm totally amazed at the growth of the scholarship. Um, at the same time, it's, it's still the same thing. It's, it's, it's helping a new counselor get started in the name of somebody great, Aaron Pena. Thank you, Charlie. It's so good to be back with everybody here at TAP. I'm always leave inspired and uh, ready to take on another year. Uh, my name's Aaron Pena. I'm the father of John Austin Pena, a beautiful boy who, who left this earth 16 years ago. He was 16 years of age. But we have a, the, the uh, opportunity to transform that loss into something positive. And I want to thank Charlie and the TAP organization for its effort in giving purpose, uh, not only to my life, but to honor my son's memory. With that, uh, we have two recipients. One uh, individual cannot be here, but I want to recognize her, uh, Stephanie Ayala. The other individual who is here, and let me say this, I was talking with Charlie when we started the scholarship back in 2005, I think it was, the checks were not as generous as they are today. <laughs> so uh, for those of you, and some of you are here who received these checks early on, this is the product of all the good work of the people here in the, in the audience and people outside who've contributed to this effort. With that, let me ask to come to the stage Amelia Murphy. To be considered uh, for this amazing opportunity is beyond words. I am a person in long-term recovery. And what that means is I have not did any drugs or alcohol or committed any crimes since July 13, 1990, and I celebrate 29 years of recovery. I would like to thank the pioneers of this recovery movement, and especially the John Pena Memorial Committee and the Honorable Mr. Aaron Pena. I'm also very honored to have genuine mentors, and I would like to uh, identify them. Kay Austin, Sandy Olson, Keith Lyles, Helena Washington, and Frank Davis. Also, those that are alongside me for the recovery movement, Jessica Yeager, Lillian Stevens, Sharon Hadley, Lanisha Giles, and many others for their hard work in the recovery community, saving lives every day. I'd especially like to thank Dr. Judith Harris at the University of Houston downtown who believed in me. And alongside that means that had it not been for University of Houston downtown, I would not be here today. They are a huge contributor to my recovery. 
For that, I have 24 hours left to get my degree in undergraduate school, and I have a five-year investment to go to graduate school and to obtain my PhD. I'd like to applaud the collegiate community because my dream is to have a place, a recovery spot for those who have addictions and have been involved with stigma and do not understand the value of recovery. So I would like to have an opportunity to have a recovery community center in most of the two-year to four-year collegiate arenas uh, moving forward. And I want to applaud those that are already existing, and my contribution is de deeply there. I want to end by saying this is a part of my story. And my Angelou said, the agony of the soul is an untold story. So the journey continues. Thank you. Uh, we would also like to acknowledge at this time and honor this year's TAP Student Scholarship recipients. And if I botch the names, I apologize in advance. Samantha Cadenia, Mandy Forbes, Maggie Howard, Elizabeth Medeiros, April Rutledge, Mondria Scott, Kara Spiker, Shannon Strange, Christopher Swanson. If you're here, come on up. I did? What's your, Jennifer what? Max? Mac. M-A-C-K. Jennifer Max. It was not on my list. I apologize. How about a big round of applause for our winners? Yeah. Congratulations on behalf of TAP. I wish you a wonderful career in the profession. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's the future, ladies and gentlemen. That is the future. You know, in addition to doing Recovery Coast to Coast, I also do a radio show on iHeartMedia called The Songwriter Sessions, Singer Stories and Songs. I believe that music speaks louder than words. It's the only thing the whole world listens to. And at this time, I'd like to introduce our keynote speakers for today. Uh, for those of you who have heard these young men last night, they need really very little introduction. And for those who didn't, boy, you're going to get to know them right now as part of their story. These young men met while engaged in the same treatment program. They built a community and a family for these men that has established great cornerstones for their ongoing recovery journey. Today, they're going to share their story with their journey with recovery and the impact helping professionals have had in their lives. Most of them are now joining the recovery workforce, inspired by many helping professionals along the way. This time, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce our keynote speakers for today, Drew, Brett, Jay, Richie, and CJ. Their journey to recovery will be music to your ears. Big hand, ladies and gentlemen. All right, we got some dancers on the back of the island, too. Big hand, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for your story and your music. Before closing today, we want to take a moment to thank our incredible exhibitors and sponsors for their support of TAP 
and for helping to make this conference one of the largest and best in the country. Special thanks to the team at Red Hat Management Company for their tireless and passionate support behind the scenes to help ensure our success year after year. And unlimited thanks and a heart full of gratitude to our two conference superstars, Ellen and Keith. Give it up one more time for them. And finally, and finally, which doesn't necessarily mean I'm done, but I'm getting damn close. The winners of the booth decorating contest, honorable mention goes to Serenity Light. Third place goes to the Park Recovery Center at Memorial Hermann. Second place goes to Fort Recovery. And first place, and a big hand to, notice how quiet it gets when I get to number one. Special thanks and congratulations to Positive Recovery. Now, those of you who are still in the room, I thank you. It looks like some of your colleagues have been voted off the luncheon island. Plan <laughs> plans are already underway for next year's State TAP Conference, returning back here to the Hyatt Regency Country Resort and Spa, September 5th through the 7th, starting off with the annual TAP Golf Tournament, followed by the 46th Annual Addiction Studies Conference with the theme, wait for it, the Roaring Twenties at the Tap Jazz Club, and you have a personal invitation. We look to uh, the past 100 years. We're going to travel from prohibition and speakeasies to today's fight for legalized marijuana and the opioid epidemic. Be sure and fill out your conference uh, forms, uh, evaluations on the awesome conference app. And with this being the largest TAP conference to date, one can only imagine what lies in store next year. This concludes, yeah, I'm serious, today's program. It's been a pleasure being with you as your MC. We hope you enjoy the rest of the conference. I will close by reminding you that recovery is as recovery does, and the greatest gift you give to people you love is your recovery. The bright side of addiction is recovery. Pass it on. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy the rest of the day.